Welcome to today's third podcast of Dile a Dad. We've been excited for the first two podcasts. It's been an awesome ride so far. We've had two really good episodes that we've been really excited about. And just to be able to share the experiences that we've had with my dad and I, uh, it's been very fruitful. The feedback that we've been getting, it's really, it's been really awesome to be able to just hear what people have to say about the podcast and the way it's actually helped them so far. And here in episode three, it's a very special podcast. I think we've been saying that for like the last two podcasts, but today we have a really awesome treat because today we get to invite the entire Ramirez tribe. Make some noise, tribe! (laughs) They weren't this quiet earlier. Um, But it's, it's an awesome treat to have them here on this podcast. As today we introduce a new topic, a new uh, segment for week three, and we're gonna discover what the third Monday is about. As I'll introduce and welcome to the podcast, my dad, Carlos Ramirez. Dad, welcome to the podcast. And what is today gonna be about? Well, today we have a very special blessing as far as a family gathering. For today, the Ramirez tribe is has been invited to be part of our podcast, and. As we have shared the past two Mondays, which been, as Beto said, very successful and fruitful. Um, thank you for all those listeners and all those who had follow up and, and asked us to, um, you know, uh, continue with what we're doing. And uh, to me, it, it is heartwarming to see that most of the things that we have been able to share with one another. Um, has pretty much been pretty much open to a lot of people. Um, one of the things that Raquel and I have been blessed with is actually the type of family that God has blessed us with. And today, um, this particular podcast, which has the title of Lunes de Apam, um, it, it's a very special Monday for Dad. It, it's the, uh, the segment where we really want to showcase the love that kids have for, for their dad. And we wanted to, to share the experience with what I feel as far as the love that I have received from the tribe uh, in, in every different aspects of life. And today, uh, it, it is a, a, a kind of like what they say, a, a bittersweet moment, because today we're celebrating Beto's birthday. Ooh. And um, a, as we're doing so, uh, it, it just brought me to the very beginning when he was born and, and, and the challenges of life that, uh, that occur. And since Raquel is no longer with us, that was the first fear, the first experience, the first risk of death that Raquel had to face when Beto was born. And it was a very critical moment in her life, yet um, it, it, we, we tell the story among the tribe that... Um, Beto saved his mom. And then we, we say that mom saved his life. And, and it's, it's a beautiful thing to, to encounter. And, and, and today, when I went over to the um, Raquel's resting place, it was a very emotional moment for me because it, it transpired everything that, that God has given us. And it, it's incredible, this, this journey. So today, on, on this Lunes de Apam, we, we want to hear from, from the tribe. And right now, the first thing I'm going to say is basically, uh, welcome to the tribe. I'm going to ask uh, each one to go ahead and, and um, introduce uh, yourselves. Uh, because it's family setting, 
Uh, we're gonna hear different sounds and laughter because the kids, the grandkids are gonna be taking part in their own ways. So at this time, uh, we're gonna have to uh, obviously start with Junior. So um, we're gonna go ahead and, and, and let him start. Um, just introduce yourselves, okay? Um, say which number you are, okay? So, uh, <laughs> uh, and being able to just, you know, just share yourself. I mean, here, uh, God has blessed us with the love of the Ramirez family. Your mom is looking down upon us right now. And um, you know how she is um, so special to us, especially today with Beto's uh, birthday and the life itself that we have. But um, Junior, take it away. Okay, my legal name is <laughs> Carlos René Ramirez Jr. Oh, she's proud. Look I, at her face. I know, I know. I have to say because if I abbreviate my middle name or they call me something else, my mom will get mad at me that, you know, it's the full name, or at least Carlos René. Este, so my real name is... <laughs> <laughs> And I used to be the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you known as? Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Older brother. It's him. Toss out the name. Oh, the name. All right, so for those of you who don't know or don't recognize, he's also known as Sketch. Sketchers. Um, Sketch 83, Sketch 83 Arte. Follow you can find him on Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> so my PayPal is. <laughs> <laughs> so all the way from Corpus Christi. What? No. Well, we're gonna have Raquel take care of that. just because he is the only one that was able to deliver one of his kids so I hold that and 
I think that's, um, it creates a very special bond between my dad and I, and um, it, 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 it gives him this, it was just a, a big sense of healing, and yes, I'm number four. <laughs> <laughs> After number four, uh, after Rita, it's me. So here, Carlos Roberto Ramirez number again, number five. <laughs> 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 um, oh, so uh, I'm number five, and I was able to. I was born premature, so I was born at six months. Um, two point nine ounces. Two, two pound nine ounces. <laughs> Not two point nine. Two pound nine ounces, and nonetheless. Um, just like my dad mentioned earlier, um, how she would always share the story of how I saved her life, um, but in reality, she saved mine. And it was just a beautiful blessing to spend a moment with dad today um, at the cemetery. And so, nonetheless, I'm number five, and we lead off with number six. Um, I am number six. Uh, my name is Rebecca. <laughs> uh, I was considered a tiebreaker. Yes. Was. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Just read the lines. <laughs> um, yes, uh, I think the cool thing is I share a birthday with my dad's um, only sibling. So, um, yes, I'm number six. <laughs> number seven. Hi, my name is Carlos Ricardo Ramirez. Um, just call me Ricky, just so it makes it easy on you guys. I am number seven. And fun fact about me, I was just for kicks. <laughs> I was nothing else. <laughs> I was just for I kicks. Was <laughs> I was, you know, <laughs> I was the chambelan. I was because mom said that Becky was going to need a chambelan for the quince. And that's why I'm here. For that sole reason. <laughs> so after her quince, I mean, there's no value to my life. <laughs> <laughs> My duty has been, my, my life mission, my life goal has been completed. <laughs> also known as? Also known as uh, that guy. Also known as Ricky Ram, uh, a country band here in Laredo, Ricky Ram Band. And um, that's, that's, that's the new found glory in my life right now. There you also go. known as? Last but not least. Oh. <laughs> you can text it in. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> uh, my name is Carlos Rodolfo Ramirez. Y'all can call me Rudy. <laughs> Hi, Rudy. <laughs> and me, I'm just. Where did you go this summer? <laughs> I stay home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was the last one, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here. Hey. Just vibing. <laughs> now we're gonna toss it back to the girls that have extended the Ramirez tribe. So we have the extended family. So we're gonna throw it back to Raquelita. 
so that she can share um, the grandkids have come into this world uh, under the Ramirez tribe. So, Mija. Okay, so, secondly, um, I have five beautiful kids. Woo. And I'm going to start with the oldest one. Oh, yes. And I'm going to start with the oldest one. And the oldest one is... Hi, Desiree. My second one is... My third one is... Hi, Amazing. My fourth one is... Alicia. <laughs> and the baby is... Amelia Rocio. Torres. Torres. We're all Torres. <laughs> so we have four girls and one handsome boy. Okay. And the the other extended is my daughter, uh, Emma. Say say hi. Number four talking. Emma. <laughs> Say hi, everyone. Uh, Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> She's shy. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you all for for introducing yourselves and and sharing basically how we are. And, and one of the beautiful things about. The gift of life is that um, when we did <coughs> lose Raquel, who was our second <coughs> child, uh, it was a very difficult moment for us. And um, some of you know the story of, of Raquel. Uh, those of you who have been able to acquire Raquel City, um, Raquel, that is um, in one of her compositions, one of the 12 songs that she composed, um, dedicated, composed a song for, for Raquel. So Raquel, um, uh, I share this with you, and as I shared with the um, rest of the tribes, at the moment that Raquel left us, um, that moment, the first thing that came to my mind was telling Mija in heaven, uh, Mija, uh, <clears throat> receive your mom. It's, it's your turn now to, to live with her. And I know that uh, in heaven, we have a, a mother and daughter relationship that has been uh, far too long um, yearning to be together. And, and now uh, it is my hope and prayer that they are basically um, enjoying these moments and they both look upon the Ramirez tribe in a very special way. So <clears throat> this is a, the Ramirez tribe, and I wanted to bring in this concept of parents, especially dads. Uh, li listen to your sons. Listen to your daughters. Uh, I, I think that this particular podcast uh, opens up that heart, open, opens up that ear, um, opens up that ear in your heart to be able to listen to your kids. Uh, it, it's so important that... Nowadays, with, uh, with all the things that are happening, and especially with the time that we have in our hands, sometimes too much time uh, under the same roof, it, it is important to, to listen to them. Um, so I, I'm asking all dads um, for you to listen to your kids, um, bring about conversation, and not necessarily um, throw out, out there some uh, closed 
questions, but you know, toss some open questions, some open-ended questions to where they, they can complete um, part of their story of what's happening. So <clears throat> one of the things that uh, I want to share this time is that um, Lunes de, de Apam is basically giving each other the opportunity to also listen to that. And, and that needs to listen to you. So for those boys and girls, all those young people, uh, young adults that you still have your dad, make some time to listen, to listen, you know, to him. Um, in, in, in my world, my dad, the only way to, for him to listen to me is basically I need to shout at him. And not because of disrespect, but because he has lost his hearing. And it, it's, it's challenging at times, but there's moments that he feels good and better. And at the age of 89, um, it, it's a wonderful treat to be able to just sit down and, and talk about things. Uh, he still gets after me, and I'm 59. But I, I see the love of it. Uh, I, I, saw, I see the love and concern that he has. And, and in his own ways, he wants for me to listen to his love. So. As we have this Monday, um, I'm going to ask the tribe and, and I'm going to ask, first of all, <clears throat> the girls to lead first on this question and answering this question, and then I'll have the boys answer as well. But the question is, um, all of us have had friends. All of you have wonderful friends. And, and the friends have actually <clears throat> walked into this roof of this house um, has been a blessing to me because there's been uh, a lot of young people that um, <clears throat> we have really enjoyed having. Um, some of them already are, are living in, in heaven and uh, it, it, it's hard to, to see them no longer with us when before they were here either to play basketball back there or to be here um, having lunch or having dinner or just you know passing some time with their friends and, and it's incredible how some of them um, have adopted me as their dad um, and there's some that are listening to this podcast and, and I say to Mikos um, thank you for loving me I, I've listened well I've listened well and thank you for taking care of me um, they, they hurt tremendously when Raquel passed but we have also these wonderful girls that have come to this house and he, they, they tell me that as well. And, and that's something that, you know, it's a blessing. It, it's a blessing when you recognize these people that they share their lives and their love with you. So that's out there. You know, as, as you're loving your own uh, flesh and blood, you know that the friends of, of your sons and daughters are very meaningful to them and to you. So we thank God for the extra extended family that has occurred. So um, <clears throat> here I'm going to ask the girls, um, I want for you to remember some of your friends that have come over and I know that a lot of them had a blast with your mom and they had a lot of you know joy and laughter and they would also like all of you would like to you know they, they love to make your mom laugh and 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 scream and and the whole work so um if anybody can can just remember uh, any of your friends or little episodes of that 
So who, who I don't know who wants to go first uh, necessarily. Everybody's pointing at Raquel, so. <laughs> It was always um, it was always a blessing to be able to take some friends over and to have that just unity under the house and for them to see my family and to I, w I would always take so much pride. It would make me so happy when my friends would come and they'd be like, "Oh, hey, Dad. Oh, hey, Mom." And no, and it is just because under our house. The, our our parents' arms were always wide open and welcoming our friends, and just to have us have a good time. And some of a, a couple of my friends that I can recall, Yvette, Yvette, one of them, one of my best friends from high school, and time distance doesn't change any of that. And I can recall that she was always there. She would show up and, hey, Dad, hey, Mom, and come in, and it was just. It was, it's, it was always so great to hear because then it wouldn't just happen here in the house. It would happen in like in a basketball game, um, out in public or at the school. And they'd be like, oh, hi, mom. And people would look at her like, what? That's your mom? She's like, yeah, she's my mom too. She's my dad too. He's my dad too. And it's like, it was always a great feeling. And it, it didn't resonate just with her. I mean, there are several. Um, Ashley and my other best friend that lived down the street. I mean, everybody that would come by, it was always heartwarming to have that because they saw the type of parents that we had. Um, and it was just a bunch of laughter. And it would go off from, oh, just the greeting to sit down and eat or what do you want? And let's get something to drink or just a good laugh sitting down uh, there in the living room or around the table and that was just a blessing in itself so to those friends that came through and got to have a piece of what I am blessed with you know it, it's just it's a great deal so pass the baton <laughs> um I, I agree with Raquel because I do as well, um, you know, I do have my, my two closest friends, you know, which are, are B and, and Monica and them too. They, it, it was always this, um, every little chance that we had to get close to, to even be with mom, you know, when it could be about, you know, the most randomest thing or the simplest thing and, and mom being mom will turn it into a lecture but then you know <laughs> yeah. she'll have fun with it and then next thing you know we've already been in through into like 10 topics regardless of what it is that we had started with and i i, I think that alone it, it's to to have friends who know you and and mom the way we know you guys i think Everybody sees that and knows you guys, but for some of our friends to really truly get to share moments, you know, with us and you guys parenting them, sometimes even without realizing it, but sometimes also parenting them because, you know, you see that they need it or they need that guidance. Um, there's so many, 
so many times that we've been told like oh you know like oh, we just love your 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 parents and oh your dad and you know he's so just you have that comforting to like i can just um come up to you you know and and mom the i know one of the the first the main things that are that's missed from her is her laugh you know just having that conversation with mom and i you know and it's just this whole whole laughter and and i know a few of my friends were able to to share her as a teacher you know i got to be one of her first students when she was teaching at, at the high school so i had a few friends who were able to share that too they they were her students and you know mom was always mom you know and even though she was a teacher she was like a like a mom teacher you know like she had to incorporate motherhood in it one way or another and um even now i will you know reminisce with my friends and um talk about just just how we miss her you know and and the fun times where the jokes the dad jokes that you have and it's funny because when we were at school and if you guys were there you know i mean word goes around quick oh we saw your dad oh we saw your mom or oh your mom is here you know even before mom mom started working so you know the fact that we do have close friends that know you guys on that personal level not just oh that's just my friend's parent i think that made me and my friends closer you know and, and it also allowed me though the relationship that they have with me and you guys I am able to have that with their parents okay. so we have that bond too where I don't feel like oh I'm just a friend you yeah. know it, it, I, I'm welcomed with with that family with that unity as well and even though you know especially during this time where you don't really see the family as often as you did before it's still it's right back where we left off and I think that sharing that with them and and then being able to understand you know with me and and especially um with the loss of mom my monica with you know the loss of her dad it's that we've it's we've always been close it's been 16 years or so and now because of our what we've gone through it's just made it you know We've we've gotten closer, closer. and be able to un that have that have that have that understanding. So I mean, it's just I mean, having my friends know my siblings the way that I know them, and they know that oh they can pick up traits or oh that's so Ricky or oh that's so Beto or Rudy. You know, I think it's just it's amazing how you can be so close to somebody who's just not your family. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how to talk that, but, but um, yeah, I, um, I didn't have a lot of friends uh, come over to the house, but I do remember back in middle school, um, my best friend, and still to, to this day, she's my best friend, Stephanie. Um, I remember a memory where, you know, in middle school, Stephanie was very involved with uh, makeup, cutting hair, and fashion, so... I let her, I decided to let her cut my bangs. And, um, <laughs> and she was the so trust. The, the level of trust there. This was before YouTube. 
<laughs> so um, Steph was uh, always considered our family, her second family. She always looked forward to seeing, oh, let me see, I want to go see my second mom or my second dad. And when she cut my bangs, um, clearly, I don't know much about hair, but I know you got to cut on the bottom with cutting bangs. So she cut on top and they just... It was just horrible. And she was so terrified saying like, what is mom gonna say? What is dad gonna say? And um, sure enough, you know, we're, you know, we're worried, um, scared. <laughs> so the first thing she does is text my sister um, saying that, you know, she ruined my hair. I still have that screenshot, FYI. <laughs> um, but uh, sure enough, when we broke the news to my parents, um, Instead of them getting after us, my mom just burst, my parents just burst it out in laughter and just like, well, this is what happens when you let someone else cut your hair. But uh, it was a good memories. Um, I know she talks so highly about my mom. She always loved my mom's character and her personality. Uh, she always looked forward to, to uh, seeing her, and especially my dad with his his dad jokes all the time. Um, also, another memory of. This one gets me all the time because uh, our friends, uh, Turtle and Gator, I remember one summer they would be here every single day and uh, this one time, I think they were here since early afternoon mm -hmm. and it was getting late, it was already maybe about 10 and mom was like, yeah, you know, go home, your parents, uh, you know, want you home. But um, me and my mom, she stayed talking to me, Turtle, Gator, and Rita up until 3 a.m. and didn't realize at the time until my dad came out saying like, hey, it's 3 a.m. But um, it's, you know, those uh, having friends that can... <laughs> having friends that, you know, see, not, uh, see my mom as her mom as well and can... Um, go to her when needing <laughs> advice or or seeking, um, you know, just a motherly comfort or whatnot. Um, it was, uh, I did reach out, I did have a lot of friends reach out that they were very moved and emotional of how, um, how much um, our mother has impacted, um, you know, a lot of people, especially seeing how many people they saw at the at the viewing, at the rosary, and um, I think uh, it was, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was, it was hard to receive um, those comments only because I knew how, you know, how beautiful my mom's life was. I just never realized how much or how many people have uh, been impacted through her uh, personality. So um, her love spread so, um, it's, it bloomed so bright and you know, uh, knowing that a lot of people had uh, gotten a little piece of that, whether it's uh, they shared a laughter with her, a smile, a memory. Um, any other thing and they to this day they'll hold it to their heart and you know uh, live for her along with uh, along with my siblings and I um, one of the things I miss most um, I feel so bad for doing so <laughs> but I love scaring my mom I love having a laugh at it because mm -hmm. she's so cute <laughs> she was easy to scare and I didn't do it to um, you know 
be rude or or harsh. I just did did it because the laugh, uh, the laugh that was after scaring her was just pure joy, and it made me feel that it made me feel proud to see her laugh and smile, and seeing that I can share those memories with. My siblings and I, but um, it's a wonderful feeling to have uh, friends who are who are who are part of a family now, <laughs> and um, uh, it and it grows, um, and um, I will forever cherish those friendships that I have. And it's not only Turtle, uh, Gator, and Steph; it's just many, many more. And uh, my mom loved loved all of them dearly. Yeah. And so does my dad. Thank you, thank you. So now the boys. And that's the show. I go. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, with the girls growing up, it's the, my best friend lived across the street. And um, so, you know, ever since you remember, we were hanging out. And what's funny is that, you know, every time he, he comes over here, <laughs> you know, he knocks and just waits. And so by the time, you know, he walks in, I tell my like, ¿Para qué toca? No pasa de, no pasa de. ¿Quieres comer? Like, he always says, no voy a comer. And then when I would go to his house, I would knock and wait. So then when I walk in, ¿Pero para qué toca? Just walk in. Este, ¿Quieres comer? And I say, pues ya comí. But, you know, it's a, uh, you know, it's been kind of tough because, you know, uh, as you guys know, uh, Javi had passed away, what, what eight years? Eight. And, yeah. you know, we, we've been through a lot, you know, here, growing up, you know, from, you know, playing basketball on the street, the backyard, me, um, making him fall off the bike, you <laughs> know, um, one day fights and then going back to play again, and, um, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of people that uh, have come to come and play, and it took a, it took, you know, it took a. Um... Okay, that's my train of thought. <laughs> you know, um, so there, there's, you know, there's Javi, there's a, uh, our friend Big George. Ah, oh, Big George. Big George was, you know, uh, a good cook. You know, I remember I one uh, memory was. When I was in my apartment, he had. I was trying to start to eat, you know, good and well. Healthy. Healthy. <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> and I remember um, you guys visiting, and um, he made this plate. He. I just remember my mom, you know, loving the dish so much that encouraged him to, you know, open your own restaurants and, you know, talk ideas like that. And you know, unfortunately. Yeah, he, he passed not too long ago, and uh, but he also like mentioned that uh, you know I was lucky to to have awesome parents, and um, you know other people that go to mind. Uh, another you know brother, his sister uh, Danny. Yeah. Uh, Pony for those <laughs> you know. There's uh, Maz the other day that uh, when we were. I think it was where we were helping you move in. He asked me, uh, you know, and where's that? And that's when I called you, like, do you have anything after work or what? 
And but when he asked me, like you know, like kind of, you know, I, I took a, a second to kind of like just appreciate the the uh, the love and admiration that you know my friends have uh, for you guys on because of how you are with them on a one on one, how you are with them in the community. They see and admire what you do uh, if it's on school or church and. Um, you know, you know, other friends, you know, have David, the monster, and also, uh, <laughs> was it also the, the only ones that they always kind of told me, like, hey, how's your mom and dad? Obviously, they're family, but our cousins, uh, but they, they asked about you because, you know, growing up, since we, we lived next, well, we used to live next to a grandma and, uh, aunt, uh, we're, you know, the, we had block parties. Block parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, now that you know, we went through the passing of mom. They always check up on uh, how, to, to see how you're doing, right. uh, how everybody else is doing, and they always offer their their help. And uh, you know, it's not uh, it's not like a courtesy thing. They they genuinely want to make sure that that we're good because they've been impacted by, by you guys. So. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you. One of the things that I always remember, although they weren't my friend, well, Ooh. when <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me finish. Um, I remember when mom passed. I had a in my classroom. I had an altar built. Um, yeah, like certain uh, images and statues. And when mom passed, I was able to put. Um, her picture and one of the things I'll never forget uh, there was a written note on top of her image that how much she was loved and it read um, because I have a section for prayer requests and it had there in pink letters in a very in a, in a small paper that was cut with a scissors with a design on it right with a cur curvy uh, scissors and it said, Miss, to Miss Ramirez, the mom of the class. Yeah. And um, that really moved me a lot because it, it showed how much it, they loved my mom because of her ability to speak and her ability to sing and to really impact them because she was able to um, speak and sing at a breast cancer rally my first year teaching at Blessed Sacrament. And they were all. They all knew that she was, she was sick, and, and when things were coming towards the end, they kind of, you know, rallied around each other and 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 did what they could to at least console me uh, as much as they could. Um, and when the news broke out, you know, you can see it in their faces how much they were devastated by by that loss, and they never forget. You know, uh, when we pray and when we close out in prayer, we have our you know when we say our saints, you know, uh, like. St. Augustine pray for us. Um, at the end, we always had, they always had, and, and mom in heaven, pray for us, right? And I think it was just really awesome just to know that how much she was loved and how much um, uh, she was appreciated. Even though they didn't know her fully, uh, just the, like the witness that she was able to give um, really impacted them. And I just, it's something I will never forget. And yeah. So it was really, really powerful. I think what was impressive, like for me, was um, 
the the stop we made at, at Sierra Middle School, High oh, School. God, um, yes. Like, um, <laughs> you know, besides that day uh, of the burial, um, the first time I saw video from it was uh, on my birthday when I went to go see mom. And, uh, like, when I was there that day, I remember trying to be strong, one, because, you know, there's people. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, you know, and I was also recording uh, on my camera. But, you know, I was really just trying to keep the camera steady and stay composed. But after watching it again, uh, like, it, it got me. Like, I was, and um, it's crazy. And then I was looking at the people, that the students, the teachers, everybody involved. And you, you can see that, you know, um, like, they were hurting. Yeah. As the, and um, I go, wow, like, the impact again. The, I think, and your mom, se ganaba la gente. Like, you know, um, it was just, <clears throat> it was just um, amazing to, to, to see, you know, how, uh, how much she was loved. And, um, yeah, that, that, that speaks a lot, Again, like you said, about character and, you know, just as who the person she was. Um, and, I mean, I got to, I got to see or know about uh, other people's, uh, reactions because you know ever since elementary she's been popping up in my class <laughs> in elementary because well, she she was a librarian and then it's the uh, middle school and then oh elementary too because she was a teacher and then middle school even high school <laughs> and even college, college. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, her, I remember sitting in, in, it was art class, and the, and the teacher, she, she goes, uh, there's somebody in the window, <laughs> and my back was towards the window, went to the, to the door, so I didn't really pay attention, I was just drawing, and then the teacher noticed, she was trying to, to contact me, so, and she was very, uh, one of the like, nice teachers, like, she didn't want to make a big deal. And uh, when I turn around, my face <laughs> just my eyes got wide open, and I was kind of like, no, no. no. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, those are the moments that you know. As much as I was uh, embarrassed, not really embarrassed, you know, it. I look back, and it's kind of like I, I'm glad I was able to experience that because uh, those are the memories that that stick out, you know. Um, so, I looked out the door every day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, uh, and again, the you know, students were like, oh, Ashima, I've seen her somewhere. <laughs> oh, she seems pretty good. And, uh, and I just say thank you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Ricky's turn. <laughs> well, I had a handful of friends show up uh, to the house. It wasn't, I didn't get a lot of friends to come over. Um, I just had the neighborhood kids and we would play in the backyard in the, in the big basketball court that we had. And if we weren't there, we were all in the middle of the street playing football. 
and man, we had a lot of injuries and a lot of fun in the <laughs> streets. And then they fixed it up, but we were already too old to play. But um, I remember um, it's church at school. A lot of people, a lot of my friends, they would ask, "That's your dad? That's your mom?" It's like, "Yeah, that's him." And they'll be like, "Why well, know your mom? She seems really good at church." And then dad is like. You know, your dad is very wise, he's real smart, and um, he's in a lot of things. And they would always tell me how lucky I was to have mom and dad. And and my friends, so I, would, I would come over to play, and mom would always invite them in to come and eat, and I, or whatever whatever the case may be. Come get some water, come to the restroom if you need to come. And they, super shy, I have the shy friends, they just didn't want to step foot <laughs> in the house. Yeah, yeah. And when they were, they were like, you know, a puppy visiting its new home for the first time. <laughs> Even to this day, um, like uh, Carlos Zapata, he, he is still incredibly shy to, just to come over to the True. house. He won't even knock anymore. He'll just text me, hey, I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nonetheless, the, fa- the friends that, that would come over and they would share that, that uh, experience with mom and dad, they, um, it was always a treat for them. And, and a little thing that I had with, with Zapata, uh, I call him Zapata because we were both Carlos's, so just Zapata and he calls me Ricky. But um, I, I got to share and feel the loss um, of his grandfather, and I was real close to his grandfather because every every certain day of the month he would go pick up uh, what was considered expired bread because on the label it was expired, but you know in his eyes bread is still sealed, it's still good. <laughs> so he had a whole container outside full of. Uh, um, unsellable goodies and that, that would be our snacks growing up <laughs> and, and sharing the loss with him uh, of, uh, of uh, Papa Carlos and that's that was what they called him um, I felt it and, and, I, and, I, and I, I shared that pain with him and when mom passed he, he, he also expressed that pain that he felt uh, he did it from a distance in his nature he, even to this day he's still real, real Real shy to really show himself, but I do remember sharing that one time in senior senior week, senior walk around the 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 field, the football field after we just played our last game, and it was the first time, and to this day the only time, I've witnessed him really really break down and cry and you know just crying on my shoulder, and we had that shared moment, but it was that moment that I knew that out of all the friends that I that I have and I hold near and dear, we can talk for for months and not talk for years and we're gonna pick up where we left off uh, and we'll be good and, and, and but with Carlos Carlos would always just be there you know he would call me usually in the worst times ever but he would call <laughs> me and he would ask what I was doing and what we can do and just to get together because you know he, he misses that Carlissimos yeah <laughs> that's how you, you would <laughs> you would call him Carlos you would call you Carlos <laughs> it was just it was real fun and then now with the with the with the band, uh, those who got to who got to know mom. I know there's uh, half the band didn't get to to meet mom at least on a personal level. Um, but even then, the band they they should they hold you to a high respect, ba, and, and they always ask for you, always ask for you, especially Jonah, Jonah and his wit. <laughs> but yeah, the, they 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 love mom and dad just as their own. Yeah, thank you. And on that note, uh, I'll pass it over to myself. <laughs> well, you know, being the youngest, it's not really 
as hyped as they make it seem. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the, the beauty from being the youngest <laughs> is that uh, you get to see everyone that um, came into this house and man, I remember all of them, but you know, uh, I remember a few. Because, <laughs> you know, I had, I had to be here. I'm young. I couldn't go anywhere else. They had to babysit me. So, but, you know, I just uh, saw everyone that came over here and then, uh, what do you call it? Uh, sorry. <laughs> you know, just see everyone and how, just how everyone's personality just showed as soon as they got here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, only a few of my friends have came over here when we come to, you know, play basketball or do something outside. I don't know, build something. But other than that, uh, you know, seeing everyone else's friends and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seeing seeing everyone everyone else's friends come over and just um, enjoy their time here and then. I've <laughs> Come on, say it. I'm shy. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, say it. I still remember the the first time I <laughs> I brought my girlfriend over to the house. Everyone was like asking her, like, "Are you sure about this?" <laughs> No, she is. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. Uh, but yeah, we love Ashley. We love Ashley. Yeah, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's just seeing how uh, everyone's lives have been touched by like whoever's walking to this house and you know spend time with all of us, get to know us. You know, that's about it. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for the. Uh, your sharing and, and the openness and uh, of course we have had uh, what I call the extended family as well through the girlfriends okay and the boyfriends now or the fiance at this point so um, you know our family continues to grow and I believe that Beto uh, on, on, on a closing um, next week it, it all of this is pretty much a, an openness of the family and I'm inviting all, all, all dads, and of course all the family itself, but to listen to your kids. Have time to just turn off the, the TV, you know, put away your phones, and be able to just listen um, to your sons and daughters, uh, to your family, to your extended family, and see the beauty that you have before you. Because yes, here we'll be talking about Raquel in the, in the past, but very much in the present, the love continues. Uh, and, on, and upon that love, we have um, something that we need to, to share, and, and I believe Beto is going to guide us on that. So, um, there's a song that I wrote uh, a while back, and I wrote it for my dad, and I think it's very fitting, and I think it's been adopted and will be adopted. <laughs> it is adopted. As, it is adopted as the theme song for this podcast. And it's called, That's My Dad. And this basically resonates with everything that my dad's about. And so the lyrics to the song will basically um, share with you, the audience, um, one, what my dad means to me and what my dad means to all of us. Um, 
and really I think what that means to everyone he encounters uh, and so from our family to yours this song is called that's my dad Writing a song for He and mom had me back at 94 Oh yeah That's my dad He loved my mom the way that it's supposed to be She's only one the more and treats her like a queen Oh yeah That's my dad Oh, they have between the miss and break up Oh, they hold on to each other as they're separable That's my dad He's the dad that always puts our knees before his own He's the dad that won't never leave us all alone He's the dad that always picks us up when we are down He's the dad that always makes us smile when he's around So when they ask me who's the most amazing, fascinating, inspirating, motivating, loving person that I ever met I said, that's my dad You see the guy with the suit and the shirt and tie Cheering up the crowds, making them laugh all night, oh yeah That's my dad He knows just how to listen, he knows how to speak He'll give you all the best advice that you seek, oh yeah That's my dad He never feels unhappy, the best words to say So come on, let me show you he's right this way That's my dad He's the dad that always puts your knees before his own He's the dad that will never leave you all alone He's the dad that always picks you up when you are down He's the dad that always makes you smile when he's around So when they ask me who's the most amazing, fascinating, inspirating, motivating, loving person that I ever met I say, that's my dad when in the moments I've got it hard and times were really rough and tough We knew that one thing to help us get through would be enough It was a hug from dad He's the dad that always puts our knees before his own He's the dad that won't never leave us all alone He's the dad that always picks us up when we are down He's the dad that always makes us smile when he's around so when they ask me who's the most amazing, fascinating, inspirating, motivated, loving person that I ever met, I say that's my dad. So when they ask me who's the most amazing, fascinating, inspirating, motivated, loving person that I ever met, I say that's my dad. Thing I have to say before I go, it comes 
from all my siblings that you have to know We love you dad Thank you, Andrew. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Very good voice. Thank you, Andrew. <clears throat> and as we come to a close, um, just a couple of notes, Rita. Um, <clears throat> I I wanted to take this time to to thank you because I I know we went you know we were talking about mom and and the impact that she had, but you the impact that you've also had not only with us and our friends and family members, but you know the beautiful thing that you're doing with the LISD and the the parents the lives that the lives that you are changing and have changed especially with your courses i'm glad that they're able to to learn and to grow from what you've taught them you know and i mom was always so proud of you you know and and she she would just glow when when speaking about you and you know during this time of you know from losing mom and and you prepping us for her loss I want to thank you because you've helped us you've been our rock you've been our foundation and you've helped us well you I can't say fully heal because you know we still we miss her and we love her but what you've been to us is more than we could ever ask for because you 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 are mom is the heart of the family and you're our glue and you many times i don't think i know me personally i don't think i would be able to have i guess survived the way i have if it wasn't for you and even before mom you know from the very first diagnosis You've been there, you've been open with us, and you've been honest with us with everything that's been going on. And you were not only our rock, but you were mom's. You know, and I'm glad that even if just for a moment, for a laugh, or for anything, just you were always able to help distract mom from the reality of what the illness was. You know, and, and you did that for us too. And we can, you know, we can never repay you for everything that you've you've done for us and who you are for us and you've done so 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 much and I want to thank you for everything that you've done because you know I, I, we saw we saw what you allowed us to see and what you saw behind closed doors with mom is something that you know you hold within you and it's between you and mom but um I do want to thank you for being such an amazing dad, you know, and I thank you for for being strong for us, even though sometimes it was hard to be strong for yourself. But um, we made a promise to mom that we will take care of you. You know, we're going to hold that promise. And I just wanted to really thank you for everything. And I'm so proud of this podcast, and I hope that it takes you far. Thank you. And I would say that uh, I love you all. Uh, I love you, Dad. And, and one of the things that 
I've shared is that the best way to show my love to you was to love your mom the very best way I could. And I still love your mom. I'm very much in love with your mom. And I believe that that love has to continue because it's part of the source of God's love. And that's eternal, that's infinite. So that's, that's how much this love takes us to. And I'm hoping that you um, perhaps grow and learn and discover that the love that we shared continues. And I think and I hope that um, the little that I have been able to do, um, mom continues to be happy, uh, especially in heaven now. So. Uh, thank you. Thank you for who you are to us and for having uh, the type of blessings that you are to, to my soul. And of course, um, I, I just want to say, you know, dads out there, husbands, even if you're divorced, even if you're separated, you know, the mother of your children um, has to be a very special person. And for the love of your kids, at least have the respect if there's no mutual agreement among you. Have the respect for one another. Stop doing the stupidness that has happened in our society where they take away the life of that mother of those own children. And this domestic violence has to come to an end because they're not seeing the fundamental beauty of the love that God has blessed you with. So... I say to all the uh, dads out there, all the husbands, love your wives. That's one of the best ways to love your kids. And share your kids by being able to listening, listen to them. Listen from the heart. Listen from the soul. And, and, and obviously, that's one of the best ways to love them. So in closing, Beto. Oh, I want to thank everybody for being able to uh, be here, the tribe. It's so cool to just hang out and then be with, be with each other and, and doing it in, in this platform of a podcast. So I guess we could scratch that off the bucket list. And uh, it's an opportunity just for you guys, the audience, to be able to hear a little bit of our family, just the way we are. And, you know, I love just like my mom says, the way, for those who know my dad, the way you see him out there in public, it's the way he is here at home. And just the way you hurt us as a family uh, right now in the podcast. And we apologize, but we, that's just the way we are, you know. Um, that's the way we are outside as well. And so um, to close off, we have an exciting uh, podcast coming up next week. And again, we hope you've enjoyed the first two. Now, at this will be three podcasts that we have here with Dila Dad. And uh, I want to just, one more thing before we close, just one thing you're grateful for, and I'll just keep it to one word. One thing you're grateful for, starting with the youngest. <laughs> what number, okay? Number eight. I'm grateful for life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Belief, for always believing in me. Okay. One word. For the faith. Faith for parents. Yours and mom's love. Raquel. I'm grateful for your guidance. I'm grateful for everybody's art you know there it's you know, that's creativity mom's music and the rest <laughs> <laughs> so and I'm grateful for each one of you 
There you go, Dad. I just want to always be like, okay. Dad, All right. me first, that. right? Me first. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. We know we went a little bit over time, but it's totally worth it. And for those of you who are listening in, we hope that this podcast, this segment has been a very special blessing to you guys. And so from all of us here at the Let Dad Podcast, we thank you so much for listening in, joining in, laughing with us. Hopefully you guys had a good laugh. Um, please make sure you guys, if you have any questions that you want to send in, uh, you can go and email us at dileadad at gmail.com. Once again, that's dileadad at gmail.com. And you can find our podcast um, on Podcast Breaker, on Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, um, Radio Public, Google, and Apple Podcasts. It's available on all those platforms. Anchor. And special thanks to the Anchor app on which we're actually uploading this podcast so again shout out to the anchor app for giving us this opportunity this platform to be able to share ourselves share our lives share our experiences with all of you at home and so again from my family to yours god thank bless you. you may you have an awesome what do we say guys Adios. thank you thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much thank you thank you and so to close off was boys and girls ah oh, I teach the teacher Amy's coming up sorry um, thank you again. Say bye, Emma. Say bye. Say bye. Say, bye. Say, bye. See, See you later. See you later.